Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hey everyone, welcome to another Suds podcast episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, is good old gal Juliana, and with me today at the table is good old boy Mike. I am not the one that is disgusting at this table. <laughs> you certainly are not. <laughs> and Reverend Mark is joining us again. Hello, everybody, and uh, I'll try not to be disgusting either. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, but certainly not least, is good old boy Dave. Danger's my middle name. Hmm. Wasn't that fancy? Well, they have no idea what we're laughing about, which, so the <laughs> thing is, so so Dave always puts, he puts together the script for us. And the I can't t- spell. The title of this episode is 20 M. Newt episode. <laughs> so, and, and then Juliana, on the earlier take, which you didn't hear, instead of saying worth discussing, she said worth disgusting. <laughs> so that's what we're all giggling about. And we almost left it in, but I thought, no, let's just talk about it instead. Let's just embarrass her after the fact. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dave. Mr. M. Newt. (laughs) Thanks a lot. I was typing with one eye. Uh, (laughs) Is that what that was? While you were looking at a beer with another eye? Sure. I always have an eye out for beer. Everybody has to have a goal. Yes. (laughs) Small goals. Small Mm. goals. Well, today we're going to be tasting and discussing four beers from Boulevard Brewing Company's Love Child Sour Ale Styles. Yeah. Um, but first, this episode is sponsored by men's wellness products from Hims, a one-stop shop for hair loss, sexual wellness, and skin care. FDA approved and no awkward doctor's office visit. Check them out at forhims.com slash sipcd. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash sipcd. Masterful. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, sour children we'll be discussing today. <laughs> From 2014, Love Child number five comes in at 8.2% ABV. 2015's Love Child number six is at 8.2% ABV. Do you sense a theme here? 2016's Love Child number seven, you guessed it, 8.2% ABV. And this year's 2017's Love Child number eight at, nope, 9% ABV. (gasps) That's bum, crazy, Tom. Huge, huge variation. Ramped huge. it up, folks. We will be rating these beers today from one to five, with one being bleh and five being awesome. Of course. Yeah, so if you're not familiar with uh, these beers, they're all from Boulevard. And uh, Boulevard Brewing was actually purchased by Duval in 2013. And they actually started making this beer uh, before they were purchased. <clears throat> it's a beer that they make every year, and they have a slight variation in the recipe uh, each year. And while we've done uh, some other tastings of verticals, uh, the interesting approach we had for going through this series today is we've gone through this in a blind tasting, so we actually taste it. We all closed our eyes when we were drinking <laughs> for these beers. That's about the only way I can consume a lot of things around Dave is just covering my eyes so and having towels and have yeah that would work too (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) uh so we've actually gone through this vertical tasting um in uh in a blind tasting fashion even though these are not comparative and i don't think that you should probably take these as saying you know well these are all exactly the same beer 
they have a common style, but uh, the one thing that they do have is a common branding uh, from Boulevard. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, even the color, there's distinct variation between the years. They're all brown. No, there's degrees of brown. Red. Reddish. Red. Slightly copper, mm-hmm. you know. But I think, uh, you know, all of them, you know, were uh, mixed from, like, some were stored, some parts were stored in wine barrels, blended with parts stored in whiskey barrels, blended with parts that came from stainless steel tanks. So, uh, you know, there you go. I contributed. No, oh, big <laughs> contribution. Hang on a second. Give you hit the applause button there for yourself, Dave. I mean, I want to make sure everybody really hears the sincerity of this. <laughs> yes, the slow clap, the slow clap neighborhood will will help you out there. You know, yeah. <laughs> any applause is better than no applause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For some people, yes. So why don't we collectively talk about our favorite beer? What was our favorite one of the flight? I like the brown beer. <laughs> I like the okay. uh, slightly orangish copper one. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And the one that was sour with some acidity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because that was really easy to distinct, wasn't it? Yes, I distincted it pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about these sour beers. Um there's a there's a big difference I think in year to year, don't you guys? Well, they were. In fact, uh, one of the things I was uh, talking about with Dave, you know, when we're going through these is it's such a broad range. I mean, uh, this is uh, almost a representation of the full gamut of things that you would think of in as a Flanders. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tend to think of uh, Flanders as um, the the one thing that tends to swing them. For and that range for me is the measure of acid uh, within them. You have some things that there's some acid there, but it's kind of soft. <clears throat> then you can have things that are highly acidic, um, you know, in this category as well. Um, so probably the the reference standard I think of in this series is Monk's Cafe. Yes. Um, well, I've, you know, I've done a lot of acid, so I think... <laughs> <laughs> One of the big things about it is you have to be in the right frame of mind going into it. Uh, I, I, yeah. That will really control how your experience is going to be. I, I almost saw what you were trying to achieve there. <laughs> you also need to have a lot of ventilation. Yeah, true. Reverend Mark, what do you and think of as a reference standard in this in this style? As it, well, I think the... Um, for me, in terms of just a general style, I've, I tend to like the more acidic brown Flanders. Now, are you asking for more of a commercial? No, I was yeah. just, you know, yeah, I mean, one of it is a style thing, but, you know, I mean, a lot of people are thinking, you know, what's on the shelf that tastes like this, you know, always, so. <clears throat> it's all right. Hmm. Um, I think the uh, the Petrus. Yep. That's a good, good sour example. red. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or uh, Rodenbach. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So those yeah, are all some, yeah. uh, some other commercial examples that are similar to these style. But even those three that we just mentioned there, they're completely different, aren't they? They are. Well, yeah. There's so many variables that go into it. And, and then when you're blending, you know, um, that that's going to cause a lot of variations from, you know, even vintages of the same beer will vary. But when you're going from one brewery to another, it's definitely going to cause mm. a lot of variations. So we're going to go from the mm. bottom to the top or the top to the bottom? 
I oh think we spend most of our time at the bottom, so <laughs> let's start with the bottom and oh, work our way up. We're going to go from the work our way up. All right, so uh, Love Child number seven. Love Child number seven. Okay, something like that. Yeah. Also, I don't no- know if there is a theme song involved, but yeah. And, well, we're going to create our own theme song today. The interesting thing, though, about all of these beers is that in terms of the blending, they've only been blended with the previous year. So five has been blended with four, six has been blended with five, and so on, as opposed to taking a blend of two two or three years' worth. Uh, Number seven is the one that's been 100% soured in a bourbon barrel quad. Yeah, didn't get that. Yeah. Mm. I didn't get much. I thought this was a little bland in the scheme of things. Oh, but my notes... I just seem to pick up a little bit more of a Belgian malt uh, base to it, even though it wasn't, you know, really huge. Uh, so, and I rated it a little higher than the rest of you guys, too. So maybe mm. that was just the way my palate was biased today. Could be. But you do like the acid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big grew up in the acid 60s. guy. Yeah. yeah, I wrote down slight acid finish on this. Um so Agreed. I thought this actually had more fruit um, than probably most of the other beers. So, but yeah, no, no barrel at all. Why don't you tell everybody what our sips rating is going to be for this? This one was rated as a three. Wow, <laughs> interesting. Huh? Yeah. Well, we'll get through the rest of the rest of these soon, right after this break, somewhere around there, close enough. Yes, right after this break. <laughs> all right, guys. Ladies, sorry, I know you're out there, but this one, you're not going to want to broach the subject, so just take my word for it. 2018 is here, guys. None of us are getting any younger. Maybe like about 40% of all men over 40, you're starting to suffer symptoms of erectile dysfunction. Well, there's no need to fear. 4 is here. Here's what you need to know about Hims. These are not snake oil or herbal supplements. Hims has licensed physicians who consult with you directly and discreetly online. That's right. There's no in-person visit required. They prescribe generic versions of FDA-approved name-brand medications, including some little sky-blue-colored pills that may or may not just be coming off patent at a huge savings to you. Anywho, medications are shipped directly to you for a fraction a fraction, I'm telling you, of what you can find it for elsewhere. So let's put that together. Licensed physicians, FDA-approved medication, discreet consultation and delivery, plus big savings. You now officially have zero excuses to live with erectile dysfunction. You're welcome. So get up off your butt and do something. All right, all right. Well, not literally. Just go to 4 slash SIPCD. Use that link just for our listeners, and you'll get to try Hims for a month a day for just five bucks. This would cost you hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash sipsed. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash sipsed. Welcome back, everyone. It's a love child love fest. Love child. Or something close to that. We're doing. Uh, something a little interesting today. We're talking about Boulevard's Love Child series, and we've taken numbers five through eight, did a blind tasting, and now we're discussing them. Up next is uh, Love Child number six. So number six was uh, oh, this one composed of multiple vintages of a strong Belgian blonde. And this was aged in wine barrels and stainless steel vessels. Mm. Hmm. 
<clears throat> we met some Belgian blondes. Some strong, some not so much. Well, so one sweaty people. <laughs> I kind of wrote that everything was there with this, but everything was like a bit off. You know, like I don't know what it was. It just it was like all the ingredients there. Really aggressive finish. I thought off this beer. I thought the sourness though was the most immediate to the palate for me, but it just didn't last. But it just it, it, just it does like, fall off pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, and I, but I did get a hint of vanilla in this that uh, that suggested right off that it had had, had been barrel aged at least part of the blend. So uh, and this one was all steel. No, it no. was barrel. It was this wine barrel. Was, oh, this it was wine, wine and then steel. Oh, okay. When you're getting sick after a night's drinking, that smell is all over the room. <laughs> I just heard the part that I really wanted to listen to. Sure. <laughs> as always, yes, as always. This is very light, too, compared to the other ones. And I think this is almost the lightest. Or am I... Uh, dude, I mean, you're talking about, like, orange, orange, darker orange, slightly red. Mm. Uh, there's one that's deep red here, but... Uh, red. <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't come back to this. No? Okay, fine. So, we rated this one a three as well. <laughs> Up next in our lineup, here the love child is love child number five. Anybody else? Anybody else getting kind of creeped out by that voice? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's that Valentine's Day episode that still has everybody just a little squeamish. So I think that one was voted our all-time creepiest. <laughs> mm, yeah, that one produced the most number of restraining orders. <laughs> All against Mike. <laughs> So this one is a blend of wood and stainless as well, but interestingly, this one had been resting in whiskey and wine barrels. Really? And stainless <laughs> vessels. And a fluter that held red wine in a former life. So there's that. Mm. So the mm. darkest of the bunch, that's for sure. This is the darkest. This is the reddest to me. Mm. Sounds like it's pretty restless. Going Restless in that corner, anyways. <clears throat> so for me, uh, this one I actually wrote down. This was an acid attack, um, and this is full Flanders. I mean, when we were talking about some of these commercial examples, this to me is going down the path of Rodenbach. Um, if I had to pick a, a, a clone or similar style, yeah, this is an mm -hmm. enamel remover. Yeah, sure. This? That's actually but I what like I it. I like it a lot, though. This is one. Of, this I think was my favorite of the of the batch. Yes, this was one of my favorites, and I said the same thing uh, as Mike that uh, it seemed to have more like Flanders in your face, more Flanders. But it 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 finished for me in a in a kind of a bright way, like would suggest that it yeah. was more in stainless. You know, there was a kind of a brightness to it as well. Mm. Which there was a bit of stainless in it. The thing for me that I really enjoyed is, well, A, now realizing that this was the oldest out of the group that we had and and it held the acidity as yeah. long as it did. Well, I think a lot of times the acidity will develop more, more over, over the years. Yeah. Okay. But I also got this slight, really tart cherry at the finish, which I thought was really pleasing. And it, it, that's just to me. And that's, well, okay, fine. I know you you love all those dark red fruits, but it's not raspberry. Mike ain't drinking it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, any sort of berry for that matter. Yes. But I really I I like the duality of this one a lot, and 
this was, I think this one was my top one as well. Mm. And we rated this a three? Four. Four? Okay. Uh, uh, uh. That's what I thought. <clears throat> yeah, we would uh, definitely come back around uh, to this one. I, I can see, you know. It was a good year. Up next, our number one pick in the Love Child Vertical Taste Off. It's going to be Love Child number eight. So this one is crazy because this is the one that just came out. This is the one with the highest ABV. It's 9%. And this one is composed of Flanders-style red aged in red barrels, 41%. A Belgian gold aged in red barrels, the predominant... Uh, degree of this. This is 53%. And then Love Child number 7 is blended in. Hmm. So only 6% of that. But still, I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, so uh, I actually... This was the first one I tried in the flight. And, um, you know, I enjoyed the degree of sourness that was coming off this. Um, The acid was uh, in this was soft very soft and yeah. uh, yes. but it was the finish off this was the thing that i loved i really thought this this one had the best finish it was just very well balanced i didn't see anything attacking you at the end going you know ta-ta and oh by the way i'm gonna leave this here on your palate it no was... it, it when it's <laughs> when it's gone it's gone and that's that's kind of cool because it it's with you when 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 you're drinking it but then you're not uh sitting there with it yeah i picked it up as a kind of a muted sour and not in a bad sense, but that it's, you know, it was, it was there, but it wasn't just curling your tongue up. Yeah. Um, and I got, I got malt and I got some malt, um, kind of filtering throughout as, as I swished it around. Mm-hmm. Still. It's kind of odd that the, uh, the two <laughs> that we liked the best were the oldest one, which was, uh, <laughs> the most acidic, probably the, you know, harshest, not harsh, but the most assertive. And then now this one, which is kind of almost the softest or one of the softer ones. Yeah. So if you had to pick a commercial clone of this one, what would it be? Oh, I'm going to go with Petrus on this one. Huh? Really? Yeah. Really? Petrus this soft, you think? For me, Petrus is softer than Monk's. True. Yes. And I agree. Yeah. What uh, maybe... The one from New Belgium, there are some years of that that have been kind of softer. The La Folie? Yeah. Mm. But that, that's a different style, but it's the, mm. some of the acidity is a little bit softer in that one. It would be interesting to taste this alongside uh, Montreal's uh, Amore. Yeah, it True. would. Yeah, it would. yeah. Uh, that uh, the soft quality in this you know, reminds me a lot of that particular style. But <clears throat> um, I think Petrus is also another great choice. Well, and the reason why I say the Petrus with this is it just ends quicker than I would like it to. When I think of a Flanders Red, I like it to linger on the tongue a little bit more, which is why I like the other one a bit more. But we all rated this one a four as well. (laughs) So there you go. So it really doesn't matter about age per se. It's about what it's been barreled in and how long it's been barreled. Well, pretty cool. So I think that's going to do it for us today. Um, thank you so much for in, for listening to this episode. And you can catch more episodes online, including our regular weekly show. 
I'd like to thank my host for being here today, good old boy Mike. I am still not disgusting. Not yet. <clears throat> today is young. Keep on sipping, everybody. <laughs> Reverend Mark. I'm trying to be nice today. <laughs> good old boy Dave. All right, we'll see you, honey. This is good old gal Juliana asking you to keep on chuckling. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.